Welcome back to Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekusli. I'm Sandra Ezekusli. Four minutes past five. How are you doing, Lagos? How's the drive home going? You know, while that drive is going on, uh, I, I want to pick your brain a bit. I want to, uh, you know, see what you think about assisted reproductive technologies. Are Nigerians warming up to it, in your opinion? Do you think Nigerians are warming up to assisted reproductive technologies? I'm talking about stuff like in vitro fertilization and surrogacy. Uh, that's IVF and surrogacy. And these are some of the ways that technology is being used to help people who want to have babies but can't have babies. And it brings me to our big hard fact. According to the U.S. Center for Disease Control, over 8 million IVF babies have been born worldwide. Over 8 million. In fact, the very first IVF baby has turned 43. She turned 43 in June. She was born, sorry, July. She was born uh, July 25, 1978. She's a British woman. She has her own children now. Her name is Louise Brown. 43 in July. The very first one in the world. She's regarded as a medical miracle. She's a living medical miracle. The very first one that made the world realize it's possible to be done. And over 8 million babies have been born worldwide via IVF. But today, I want us to talk about how Nigerians view these technologies. We have IVF. It's becoming quite popular for those who can afford it because it's expensive. Uh, basically, if a couple cannot conceive, sometimes the doctors can take the woman's eggs and the man's um, sperm, mix them in the lab until the eggs are fertilized into embryos, and then they implant the embryos into the woman's uterus. If it works, she gets pregnant, finally. For a lot of couples, IVF has been a miracle. A lot of the time, you hear someone come and give a testimony in church about IVF. Um, you know, oh, I've waited for years without a baby and now I have twins, I have triplets. A lot of the time, it's because of IVF. My genotype is AS and I was going to marry this man years ago who was AS as well. And I mean, I did not even think twice about it because I knew that there was IVF and I knew that there was a part of IVF that would allow you to select um, what genotype you wanted the baby to have. So that, oh my God, AS, AS, it wasn't a problem for me. Like I didn't even, I didn't even countenance that, oh, yes, yes, you know, but I can afford to not countenance, oh, yes, yes. So for me, I for me, IVF is is this fantastic miracle. But you know, for a lot of Nigerians, there's still a stigma. For example, you have people who shame those who conceived through IVF. They say things like, "Oh, it's not the same as conceiving a baby directly." Or they say, oh, test tube baby. Or they're not the same as normal babies. A lie, by the way. They're the same. Same thing. Same sperm and... Same same sperm, same uh, egg, same mixing, same womb cooks it. Same thing. So that's for IVF. Then there's surrogacy. 
surrogacy is where another woman carries the baby. So, for example, after the doctors fertilize the egg in the lab, instead of reimplanting it in the mom, they implant it in another woman who has agreed to carry the pregnancy for the couple. Now, the reason for this is some women simply cannot carry a pregnancy themselves. So you have problems like hostile womb. Or maybe there's womb damage. Or maybe it's a woman who simply doesn't want to carry a pregnancy. Basically, thanks to surrogacy, lots of fertile women, women who couldn't bring a pregnancy to term suddenly can. But again, many Nigerians against uh, this type of, uh, of uh, arrangement. Many Nigerians are against surrogacy. Some say, oh, if the woman did not carry the baby, it's not really her baby. Some others say, oh, it's not natural. But here's the deal, because here's the deal. These technologies are changing lives. They're changing people's lives. And if there was less of a stigma around them, more Nigerians would be benefiting from them. There would be more happy homes with as many children as they want. But if that's the outcome that we want, we need to find out what is causing the stigma and then talk about what the best way would be to educate more Nigerians about these technologies. So let's start with, um, you know, my first question. Are Nigerians warming up to assisted reproductive technologies? Are they warming up to the idea of these things? And then in your opinion, what are some of the reasons some Nigerians are against assisted reproductive technologies like IVF and surrogacy? What are your opinions about these technologies? If you worked for the Ministry of Health, for example, and you had the job of raising awareness and getting more Nigerians to accept these technologies and let go of the stigma, how would you go about it? What messaging would you strike? Which stakeholders and authority figures would you try to get on board? 01465-7190. Women call me on that number. I should mention that I like that more and more women are speaking about the fact that, um, you know, they had their children via IVF. That makes me very happy. You know, so we're breaking the culture of silence around um, using these technologies, which are basically miracles, um, you know, for women who want children. I, I do quite like that. So I'm hoping that some of them, you know, will call me on the show today to tell me about their own process and what happened, you know, while they were trying to um, get pregnant with IVF. If you're one of those women, I'd like to hear from you. If you're, if you're one of those men, you know, the husbands who have to hold the hands of the woman while she's getting all the shots necessary to get the eggs ready for fertilization and then, you know, all of that stuff. I also want to hear from you as well for the, for the men. But of course, if you're not involved one way or the other, just, you know, um, give me a call and, and share your thoughts with me on the subject. 0700-993-993-993 for men. For women, 01465-7190. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3, hello. 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 Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is um, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Good to have you on the show. Yes. Um, I... I'm one of those people who is in support of it, most especially surrogacy. Okay. Um, 
my wife and I have been married for some time now. Okay. And she had an issue, a topic pregnancy. Oh, I'm sorry. And it, there's complication where the doctor now said she wouldn't be able to carry another pregnancy. Okay. And she thought it was all lost and, you know, the fear women have about the, mm. what would um, his people think, mm-hmm. that he cannot bear her, that she cannot bear him a child mm-hmm. and the life. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, well, I am not bothered about that. Mm-hmm. When we were introduced to the surrogacy issue, and I told her, I said I was ready mm-hmm. to embrace that. Mm. Though it took me time to convince her. Okay. She has agreed. Oh, that's nice. Okay. She has agreed. Okay. And we are almost, we've gone beyond 50% of everything. Okay. We've gone beyond 50% of everything. Okay. I don't see it as an issue. I don't see it as a problem. Okay. It's just that it's the society where we live in here, where stigmatization is, is another thing. Mm. I don't see it as a problem. As a problem. I am involved in it. What, wife. Where, where do you think the stigma comes from? The stigmatization. Where do you think it comes from? What causes? First of all, it, 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 it comes from our family, most especially the, um, the the male family. Okay. That is where it comes from. Okay. It, you know, there is this mentality of oh, she could not bore him a child. Okay. She could not bore him a child. That is where the whole thing came comes from. Comes from, yeah. from the male family, not even though you could blame part of it to the female family, but mm. most especially, I would give about 88 um, of the blame to the male family. Mm. But I am lucky that my family is not that type. My parents, they are not that type that is against any of these things and... When I took that decision, everybody embraced it and we're all happy about it. Hmm. Patrick, thank you for trusting me with your story. Thank you so yep. much for calling. Ah, Lagos. I like that. I, look, I quite like that call. Uh, but what do you think? Um, do, you, do you agree with him that it comes from, you know, pressure from the family? Do you think that's where it comes from? Um, you know, the, the, the fact that, um, uh, well, the opinion, the opinion that, um, or oh, the, the, the family of the man in the relationship start to look at the woman like, oh, you can't bear him children, you know. But if that's the case, she can bear him children she's they're using her egg and his sperm to create a child so it is both their child it's a child from both of them so are they right when they say that no they're not why can't they see that they are wrong when they say that 99.3 hello hello thank you for calling what's your name my name is Engineer Bayer. Engineer Bayer, good to have you on the show. Uh, I just want to contribute to the program. Uh, okay, please go ahead. Okay. To me, personally, I don't have anything against IVF. I don't have anything against it. But... Oh, sorry about that. Call back if you can. I knew a bot was coming. 99.3, hello. Hello? 99.3? Hello? Hello? What's your name, sir? This is Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Sandra Ezekwesili, but you're calling the number for women, so call back, okay? 99.3, hello? 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 Hey, hello, Sandra. Welcome back. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, this is Archie K, the Defense Secretary for the Fact Forces. 
Well, IVF and surrogacy, I don't have any problem with it. As you said, Shai, it's a help to many different people. But my fears with it, I believe, is in the same WhatsApp group as cloning. Like, for me, something like cloning will, like, end this thing. Like, if a person has a heart problem, you can make a heart for the person instead of waiting for a donor. But my fear in both is abuse. Because even when Pope John Paul was alive, he was like, he doesn't have any problem with IVF, but his problem is that it can create baby factories. All these technologies are good, but it's how it's used that is the problem. How it's, what do you mean how it's used that is the problem? I mean like people can kidnap girls oh and literally God. start making baby factories with them. You understand? Okay. Um, no, but yeah. um, um, okay. So you're saying um, for things like surrogacy, for instance, um, yeah. it has to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for now? It has to be properly regulated. Yeah. Because baby your... factories are different from um, surrogacy. Yeah, I know. Okay. But what I mean, as in, in the, the same way, they can IVF. All you need is someone that is fertile, like can inject this into. So. Everything. No, 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 no. Yeah. IVF, so for instance, IVF um, mm-hmm. is basically, if you and I were married, they will take yeah. my egg and they will take your sperm and then mm-hmm. they, will, they will mix it in a lab and once yeah. it becomes an embryo, they'll put it back into my womb if I can carry a pregnancy. Now, if um, there's something wrong with me or I simply don't want to carry a pregnancy, then we can pay somebody to carry the pregnancy. That's yeah. what oh. surrogacy is. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but what I mean is like even the IVFO, you can like secretly have something in the hospital where you can run tests on people. You can know who and who and who are fertile. So it's still not impossible. It still needs regulation. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, no, because it's quite an expensive procedure. So the hospital would really be insane to be running random tests secretly on people to know who is fertile. <laughs> nah, Sandra, no, no, you know, so nowadays. People get time, sure. But anyway... Uh, they get time, um, but they don't get money. That be the problem. But Sandra, some people get money. You know, talk this. You yeah, know, talk this some, people get, some people get yeah. money. But see, sometimes uh, you guys you guys look something well, reason I'm well. Mm-hmm. No, say, okay, this one fee happen, but this one no fee happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the money required to do tests like that doesn't yeah. simply doesn't make sense from a business perspective. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying it's impossible, but it just doesn't make sense from a business perspective. Yeah, anyway, what am I suggest? It needs more education than, if possible, then if governments can subsidize it to make it cheaper. But still, as in, there are many things orientation agency needs to do. Okay. It will solve a lot of people's problems. All right. Thank you very much for calling. I appreciate you uh, calling into the show. If you just tuned in, I'm asking if Nigerians are warming up to assisted reproductive technologies, things like IVF, surrogacy. Are they warming up to it? IVF is when, uh, um, you know, they uh, take, uh, you know, like I said to the last caller, the woman's eggs, the man's sperm, mix them in a lab. The eggs are fertilized into uh, embryos and then they implant the embryos into the woman's uterus. Then surrogacy is where another woman carries the baby because uh, perhaps uh, the wife in the marriage or the partnership if they're not married uh, maybe doesn't want to carry a pregnancy maybe cannot for medical reasons carry a pregnancy they employ someone to do that for them money answers a lot of things my, my good my good people like uh, my good friend money answers a lot of things so you know that's also possible now my question is um, are Nigerians warming up to these technologies because some people are not 
But are those people fewer in number now than the people who think, you know what? Um, this is a miracle. It's a miracle that more and more people need to embrace. Because I think, I think, personal opinion here, I think that if there's way less stigma around these technologies that are changing lives, more Nigerians will be benefiting from them. There would be a lot more happy homes with as many children as people can afford to have. But to get that outcome, we need to find out what is causing the stigma. If there's a stigma, is there a stigma? So we need to find out if there's a stigma, what's causing the stigma, and the best way to educate more Nigerians about these technologies. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Let me talk to Ima Inikoyi. Ima, how are you? I'm fine. Good, Good to have evening. you on the show. Thank you very much. Please, I want to ask a question. I'm so much interested about this topic. Okay. Um, I have some issue with my wife. She has lost in pregnancy. Okay. She got married three pregnant. I'm sorry. So I want to ask, I was born with, um, so I have a baby before I got married. Okay. My daughter is 18 years plus now. Okay. Now she lost three pregnancy last year. Oh, I'm sorry. And then she has not taken in at all. Okay. Now I want to ask, if you can enlighten me, if it is possible. I was born with, um, let's say, like the two eggs in the man, mm-hmm. under the man's penis. Mm-hmm. I was born with one. With is one. it possible that, yes. Mm. So is it possible that what? That that one cannot produce or what, while I have a daughter already. Um, so, so here's the thing. Have you seen a doctor? Because I'm not a doctor, so I can't answer that question. Have you seen yes. a doctor? What, uh-huh. what did I the doctor guess, say? I guess. Yeah, I, I talked to a doctor mm. this year. Mm-hmm. So she said it's not possible. As long as even I was even contemplating, she even said, the doctor even said that I don't have a problem. Okay. Because if, she, if I have a problem that mm. she will not take in, Mm. Based on, I don't have a loose spam cam. Okay. Because if I have those spam camps, she will not take in. But as long as she has taken it three times, mm-hmm. that I don't have it problem. Okay. So what's your if concern? Not, so what's your concern now? What's your question now? That she hasn't... Um, okay. Yes, she has not taken in. In fact, she lost it three pregnancy last year. Okay. I've tried everything in my own possible best. What are the doctors saying? What are the doctors saying about her? She has run several tests. They say she don't have it. Just the last one she did now. Mm. From the midwife, she says she don't have problems. Mm. Yeah, some, sometimes the babies are shy. Sometimes, you know, they just need to relax and then they'll come when they're ready. If you've, if you've um, seen doctors and nurses, I advise doctors because doctors are the ones that know how far. So if you've seen qualified doctors, because doctors get, get levels. If you've seen qualified yeah. doctors and they've told you that you're both fine, then you're both fine. You know, just be patient. Um, it will happen when it's ready to happen. Okay? Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very much for calling you, Ma. All right, let's talk to more people. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello, good evening. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing? What's your name? I'm fine. Good evening. This is Remy. Hi, Remy. Yeah. Um, artificial intermination is a miracle in So you get mm. So I'm in support of it. Like one of the callers said, mm. 
abuse of it is what I'm also concerned of. Despite the um, high, how expensive um, cosmetic surgery is, people abuse it. Despite it being so expensive, people abuse it. So there's always a room for abuse for anything. Someone can easily wake up tomorrow and tell you, I don't want to have a wife, but I want to have a child. Mm-hmm. And since there's something like this, he or she can just walk off. Since he has the money, can just walk off into any stuff and get it done. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? Um, you are bringing in life. Did you consult? Did you did you consult the child? Don't you think the, the child deserves to have a father and a mother? The two people who are bringing the child, did they consult the child before they bring, brought the child in? The child may want to come into a home where there's only one parent. How do you know the child wants... The child does not have an opinion. You just decided you want to bring a child in. Procreation should be between two adults, right? It is usually between two adults. Should it be a lab thing? Like, I, I can just open into the lab and get it done. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, the, your, this is a, an entirely different conversation and a different. No, I'm just saying, it. it's it's a, for abuse. That's what I'm saying. I, I, but that's the thing. I don't believe. Uh-huh. I, I fundamentally do not believe that if a single person wants to have a child, that they're abusing um, either the technologies or parenthood. They've made that decision. I want to be a parent, but I don't want a partner for this journey, and that should be okay. So the child doesn't deserve to have a father and a mother in his life. Um, I mean, you can talk about what the child deserves, but doesn't a person who says she wants a child or he wants a child deserve a child? You are like putting someone else's life at stake all because you want it. But there are two parents with a child who are still putting the life's child at stake because they want a child. They are not fit to be parents, but they have a child because they want a child and they're ruining the child's life. More than I'm saying, there should be a mode of regulation. Since it's, okay, let's say, um, before some um, such rights are granted to anybody, you must be married. Must be married How are you one, different from Saudi not just, Arabia? No, hold on. Not just probably day old marriage and all that. Mm-hmm. The two adults must probably must have been married, and um, it shouldn't be a, a marriage of this kind of. There should be a regulation. I see. If we choose to just leave it to choice, mm. you can't tell me don't be room for abuse. You can't say that for a fact. Remy, thank you very much for calling. You people love authoritarianism, Sha. We'll take a break. When we come back from this break, uh, I'll give you a chance to win um, gift items from Golden Penny. Golden Penny is bringing you twelve days of Christmas on the first day of Christmas. Golden Penny gave to me. We'll find out after the break. The break will end at 5.45. And as soon as it's that time, we'll bring you gifts, courtesy Golden Penny. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Don't go away, Lagos.